Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. And you can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. You're taking away her sexual leverage, which until now she wish now what she gotta do. Now how she gonna get you? <laughs> which brings to which brings the question, what do you bring to the table as a woman? Mm, but what do you, what do we want from women? A so, backbone. You know the, Honestly, like what do we want from You know women? what the crazy part is? We've never been asked that question. <laughs> and we don't talk about it. We don't I feel like crying answering that shit. We've never, as men, I don't think men have ever talked about it because we've never asked that question. Honestly, I don't think a lot of this has ever been men. Either men have asked or even thought about asking we, I, I feel like we ask it, but in passive ways. So we'll ask it like, oh, do you want somebody like your mom? You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't really dig down deep to like individuals like, what do we want? Like... Meanwhile, it's a, it's a heavy question. It is, but meanwhile, you, women asking that shit out the gate first date. What kind of job you got? What you do? Like, because they're thinking like, how are you conducive to my lifestyle? They want security. What are you going to add instead of subtracting? Because exactly. the last nigga subtracted, so yeah. I need somebody to add to it. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> they never want to tell why they let the nigga do it. Oh, yeah. First of all, you never because he was slanging dangling. First of all, also so that nigga can get away with plum murder. He slapped the shit out of your mouth. As long as he's laying that wood, it'll be temporary. But at the end of the day, you shut the fuck up. True. First of all, you want to deal with a woman? I don't think you go. You can get the full story of how they broke up. She probably will tell her part, especially if he was in the wrong. Now, if he was in the right, you probably not going to get that. Even if he was in the wrong. I mean, if he does was age in the right. Matter? Huh? Age of the woman matter? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Because so obviously that goes with maturity. So what's different from from high school, you having these thoughts to now? Elaborate. Do you, what, what's different in the women? How have women changed from 10 years ago to now? Kids, um, vaginal mileage, um, oh maturity. <laughs> You know, it just all depends. You know, it, so it how does it benefit you? I mean, how did how has your relationship with women changed, or are they the same? Oh, they changed because I've been through some shit. I had to change. So how have they changed? It's changed because now I know how to ask questions with women when they're giving sob stories. As far as with a lot of women, you have to say why, because they're not going to tell you why. Yeah. They're just going to tell you what. So you just want me to clear out? You want me to pass you the ball and clear out? I mean, I got some shit on my chest. <laughs> hey man, man. I he did dribble to his legs. I'm mean, just saying, I so ball. Oh, go ahead, Kyrie. I'm, I'm just saying, that beat her up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I've learned with a lot of women that play damsel in distress, you have to ask why, because they're not going to give you the full answer. They're going to give you the answer that suits them to keep them in that limelight of. I agree. I'm innocent. So that was it was advocate. his fault, just like my ex right now. Mm-hmm. She moved out, moved on. You know what I'm saying? Well, not moved on. I don't know. But the way she's telling the story, the way she's telling the story Mm -hmm. is she got tired of me not proposing to her. And we went five years in a relationship and I didn't propose to her. Mm -hmm. 
And she heard me say that she was just a girlfriend and it made her cringe. Mm -hmm. So, and she's saying in her mind, I've done this, I've planned trips, I've done that, I've da 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 da. But if you tell the story to somebody who doesn't know, you would think I fucked up. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you get my truth. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I didn't propose is because she has a bad temper. Mm-hmm. And she's done temperamental shit. Mm-hmm. Like put her hands on me. Fucking tore the house up. Called the police on me. We go out on dates that I plan. I can sneeze wrong and the date's fucked up because then she has an attitude the whole time. I'm but just, she won't tell that shit. I'm just back on date. So, so devil's advocate here, why five years? Why five years? For you, from your, from your perspective. I love her, and I'm not the type to just walk away from somebody when I know that they're capable of doing better. I didn't... It's just not in me. Which, that's my fault. Okay. Because I begged and pleaded with her. Uh-huh. Change your fucking temper. Uh-huh. Handle situations better. Be my rock. Be my support. If you see I'm going through it, don't kick me while I'm fucking down. She didn't do that. And my thing is this. You want something serious is my last name. Mm-hmm. You want me to do something, but you don't want to compromise. That's not fair. You know what I mean? No, I That's guess. a sucker's rock. Relationships is compromise. Yeah, that's all 100% compromise. Mm-hmm. You want this, but you don't want to give that. You want me to do A, B, and C, but you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. I agree. You know what I mean? And still to this day, call me. I don't fucking owe you nothing. da, 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 da. The whole nine. And I'm just like, you really... Yeah, because she knows what she did was fucked up. And she don't want to sit there and think about it. So what she did is placed herself in a mindset of, he did this, I'm tired of this, blah, blah, blah. So you can live with the decision that you made because you know that the decision that you made could have been catastrophic for me. Let me ask you something real quick. You knowing all of this, do you understand why... It's not wise to open that box again. What you mean? Like go back back to her? Yes. It's hard, man. You know what? Because this is the first, out of 28 years, this is the first serious relationship I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. Five years straight. Normally, my my relationship's only last month. Mm -hmm. So, for me to wake up with somebody every day and go to bed with that person, the last person I see, the first person I see when I wake up, you see what I'm saying? It's kind of hard. Because, like, she has a part of my heart. I mean, and everybody's like, oh, man, you're going to be all right. You blah, 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 blah. But I haven't felt that yet. Yeah, yeah. My heart is still bleeding. Yeah. I still love this woman. Yeah. If somebody walked up to her right now and said something or did something disrespectful, I'm going at their fucking throat. I love her. And even still to this minute, I would still give her a chance to redeem herself. The only thing, and I told her, this is, this is the craziest shit. I told her the other day when I was on the phone with her, I said, you wanted so much for me to give you my last name, Mm -hmm. but all I asked for was respect, and you blatantly told me I'm not changing. Whose fault is it? Both of y'all. Both of (laughs) y'all's. And I take my blame for that. I ain't got no problem with it. As a man, I stand on my fuckers. I ain't got no problem doing that. But But that's the question. What do you want? I just want her to respect me and be my backbone. Do you feel I'm, like she's going to do that? Or do you feel like you want that more than she want to do that? Because it sounds like she knows what she want to do. 
She knows what she want to do, and I wouldn't have no problem marrying her if she would just stop fucking up. She ain't going to do that, though. Think yeah. about it. If you give her the ring, she's we'll not, make her change. And she's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the leverage. That's what I'm you saying. holding the leverage right and it's now. Not you give like, that up, she definitely ain't going to change. And it's just yeah. like... That's just my opinion. <laughs> she wouldn't have no reason to change it, definitely. You know what? But here's the crazy shit. I got so bad in my feelings on Christmas mm-hmm. without her. I called her. I said, you know what? Fuck it. You got it. I'm going to propose to you. Mm-hmm. You know what she said? What? I'm not going to come back to you just like that. It took Why it take you for me to move out for you to be doing this? I told you. I said, oh. I told you. Oh. Yeah, it's a game. Oh, you playing them. You motherfucker. You didn't see the episode of Martin with you? <laughs> yeah, that's what she wants. But but I think that's what she wants. But I think from your perspective, you can still love her. You just got to love her differently. Like, this is... It's hard, man, when you ain't never been in that kind of No, I understand, but that also should let you know that maybe this ain't the right one. Like, maybe you still learning how to do all this. Maybe she's still learning how to do all this. Oh, no, she said, um, she said, I've been in a whole bunch of relationships and ain't nobody proposed to me except for my high school sweetheart. And we was on, and it wasn't even really much of a proposal. And it was kids. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't have no problem giving you whatever you want, but my thing is this. Quit fucking with me. Change your fucking temper. That's mm-hmm. all I ask. I'm not asking for, and I told her, I'm not asking you to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you for money. I'm not using you. You're not cheating on me. I'm not cheating on you. Mm-hmm. Handle situations better. If you say I'm having a rough day, instead of starting an argument with me and making my fucking day worse... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if there's something that we can talk about, communicate instead of being mad and making shit a hundred times worse. I'd rather you not say a goddamn word to me for a few hours than rather you explode, tear the fucking house up, mm-hmm. and do some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Or we get into it and you call my mom and drag my mother into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... But I get that? I get what you're saying wholeheartedly, but you but you gotta understand too. Like for me, for example, I've dated a lot. You know what I mean. And what you're describing, it, it happens a lot. Like yeah, y'all are at war with each other. I watch but you gotta go understand. You, know I mean? you gotta understand for her to keep going. Like you contributing to that. She can't go and fight if you ain't fighting back or talking back. Yeah, but it's. When you walk away and you ignore a situation, you have a fucking gnat that keeps following you and buzzing in your ears. You keep swatting it. Yeah. And ignore it. She, you and know what I'm saying? It's away. like a press button of, no, you're going to fight me. You're going to fight with me. Until you say, all right, fuck it. That's and then she know you're going to do that. And then yeah. when you do that, it's, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. You motherfucker. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a and I can imagine how many times you've been through it because you can reenact it perfectly. The whole relationship. Uh, what are what you here for? Exactly. I don't know. Because I'm dumb. Because there's nowhere else to go. And that's okay. Sometimes there's it's nowhere just, else to go. Sometimes we just got to sit still and not changes, do nothing. That, total, that, that initial change You don't need scary. somebody. That change. Nah, it, ain't, it ain't that I need somebody. It's just I genuinely love it. That's okay. But it's a difference. But it's you. hurting you. <laughs> yeah. What so which is more important? Look, look, look Literally, which is more look important? Look where the fuck I was. I was married to this okay, chick. Okay, but you... 
been through it. Yes. You've gotten through it. I, I'm so he knows what he's talking you, about. And I'm trying but to tell you. But also, that means he knows what he's talking about. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm not discrediting anything. No, absolutely said. not. But still, yeah. sometimes, too, we got to, like, push our progress a little bit along. Sometimes it's cool to let things naturally happen, but sometimes we just got to step on the gas, like especially when it's in your face. Exactly. And this, it's and hearing you talk about this, this is in your Very face. fucking blatant. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know this person. I feel yeah, like you, I know this person. Everyone you talk to about it has said the exact yeah. same shit. You're telling yourself to deal with it, literally. Like, you just not listening to yourself. But you're, you're look at your it's energy like about it. I'm not saying. You're I'm trying gonna, to pull yourself out of it. Just let you, just you allow yourself to do it. it. The crazy shit is, yeah, is it's, it's like this. My heart and my mind battle. Mm-hmm. Because my heart is saying call her. And I'm on the phone. She's saying disrespectful shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm arguing with her. And then I'm just like, my heart is like, I still love this woman. Meanwhile, I'm hearing my fucking brain saying, <laughs> bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And then I hear his voice. You want to go back to that? Yeah. You want to yeah. go back to that? That's what you want, right? That's what you missed. on the table. You want to write one? But you got to think, you got to think your heart and your mind want two different things. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, ask yourself a simple question. Which one runs shit? My mind. Exactly. <laughs> so that's who you listen to. But you to. can't live Your heart is the one arguing with her on the phone. Yeah, but. That's you, not your mind. But so listen sad, to your mind. The sad part is you can't live without a heart, though. No, nah, you can't. You can't, but you can't function without a mind. So it yeah, matter. So they both if you had a heart without a mind, you wouldn't even know how to give it to somebody. So it wouldn't matter. You would be sitting there holding That's your heart. That's fine, because when that stress starts affecting your heart physically, your mind will tell you Like, something. the right person will build your heart up, but you build your mind up every day. The right person will build your heart up. Yeah. And the wrong person going to tear it down every trip. Like, your body don't lie to you. When you start reacting like that, when that's what happening, you talking to yourself. Now, 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 yeah. it's, now it's a difference. Now, I'm going to put the disclaimer out there. I'm not perfect. I fuck body in perfect. a lot of ways. But this ain't about not being perfect. Some people that. aren't compatible and some people aren't in sync. This is about that. But this see, is about when you're trying to force two things together that don't go together. That never ends well in any scenario it's, ever in history. Did that end well? <laughs> it never goes. Or it's going to explode. But, you don't just mix shit together. But it, it ain't like the right shit. But together. it ain't like we argue every day. It's just one. So then y'all can be friends. Then maybe y'all not supposed to be com- com- like that. Maybe y'all not supposed to be a couple. That's possible too. Everything ain't for everybody. Even sometimes when we find some shit and it click, that don't mean it's right. You know what I mean? That could just be some friendship chemistry. And we push the boundaries by fucking each other. And then we realize, like, oh, yeah, we just friends. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't get tired of calling us. you like, here we go again. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. Because it starts to affect your friendships. It starts to affect your life. I've had friends like that where their relationships turn me off to even being a friend. Because I can feel their relationship on them. It feels like I'm in that bitch with them. And I don't want to be in that fucking relationship with him. I don't. Especially my nigga. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you got to wake up. <laughs> like, and I know if I was in that predicament, he'd be giving me the same advice. Yeah. So, it's it's like we ain't tripping with this shit. We've been cool long well, enough. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad somebody, I be knowing, so bro. Glad somebody else hey, my friends, my friends, Thank all they bad ones just don't bother uh, me. They no. give me a bad oh, energy, time bro. Out, time <laughs> out, time Thank time you. Time Your friends time know. Out, time out. Cause what, six years ago, the seats were switched. Duh. So don't act like that's what he's saying. Don't, don't be me. We know that. <laughs> that's 
That's what I'm trying to tell you. Get the fuck out of there. That's a good friend. I'm gone. Get the fuck out. Man, yeah, you had to let her dead make that shit. I'm trying to pull you out that building. You just, kept, you just kept walking okay, back to the but fire. You been like, man, what's hey, listen. But that's some. But you got to think too. Sometimes we don't leave because we know the outcome. Because if this was a good thing and y'all was gonna get back together, what harm would leaving do? What harm would taking a break from each other do? Not talking for two months. But we don't do things like that because we know you your life gonna get better and you gonna you not gonna go back there. So we hold on as tight as can for dear life, and we beg and plead them to change. What it sound like you doing? And she don't want to change, and that's okay. She gonna she gonna see you down the line with somebody who's changed and be pit and regret that she didn't change. That's the best I can give you. Don't let their progress ruin yours. Yes. Just because they're moving faster, just because like when you saw what happened with my situation, mm-hmm. you saw how fast she moved after that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move as fast as her, but her shit imploded. Mm-hmm. You gotta move at your own pace. Don't mm-hmm. try to keep up with so her. Trying to hurry up and get past. Work. It ain't okay, about that. You, you gotta heal and you gotta work at your own pace. Because if you don't, it's just gonna be all bad. Because you try to keep up with her, and it's not gonna be organic. Oh, I'm not trying to keep up with her exactly. whatsoever. Not at all. At a certain point, it's just like you have to get a certain a tox, a, a tox Like I said, the, like the most the most I'm doing is just keeping the window open. Mm-hmm. In case you know what I'm saying, we can try to work something out. I mean, but there, but there's that side of shit too that comes with a whole C4 men and, and like men's <laughs> friendships too, like Today! us having already the calculated damage and like what's yeah, gonna happen. Man. You know what I mean? We always put ourselves in those kind of situations. Yeah. I know the worst that can happen, and I'm ready for that shit. Like, all yeah, right, bring it on. You been on your phone with your friend. Your friend is kind of telling you, bro, <laughs> stop. All the time. But you just like, but me, no, but not listen, me. But listen to me. <laughs> if you gotta explain that hard, it ain't meant to be. Let her go. Right, you just, you know, <laughs> let right. her go. But see the thing, because the right one, we gonna be telling you like, yo, keep her. Don't get rid of her. Don't, don't, hey, don't fuck this up. If I ain't said don't fuck this up, she ain't the right one. Man. <laughs> That's because I don't give a fuck. If I'm telling you don't bring her to the to the dinners and shit and the events. <laughs> Leave Bernie Sanders alone. Oh, they've been fucking, fucking with Bernie That's all day. That's fucking hilarious right here. Yo, they had him on top of J. Cole's roof. They had him everywhere. That, J. Cole posted that shit. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. He chuckled at that one. That was good. That was funny. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad Bernie still got a flip phone. He ain't gonna see none of this shit. Somebody gonna show it to him. It's His grandkids here. That's why. That's why they don't be fucking with their grandkids. I'm with the mittens though. Mittens. The, the relationship shit gets shit heavy. Let's go on some other. Let's switch fucking gears, man. Let's yeah, man. Cause let's know. let's talk about how the fuck we done grew up, boys and men. I seen some kids playing fucking curveball, some kids racing. I'm like, damn, I'm, we old, but we was young not that long ago, bro. I remember racing in the neighborhood in the Listen, street. The '90s still. And like niggas start talking ago. crazy. We gotta race in the street. <laughs> yeah, like, the '90s still feel like ten years ago. Bro. I stayed in Heather Green, okay, <laughs> and we you go in Heather Green. It's like a big ass circle. And we used to ride on that circle. We used to have all our bikes. We used to race around that damn circle. All day, every day. We had crab apple fights. <laughs> I learned how to flip off of the damn little heater thing in the back. Nigga roll Everybody used to play on my basketball court because I had the dumbest basketball court in the, in, in the whole hood. And, and uh, my, my mom would let me go outside during the day and I had to stay in the house. Everybody outside balling on my shit. Oh, my and I'm God. outside watching from the window like Squidward. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wasn't no tree climber. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't the I one was flipping off the monkey bars hey, and shit. Me, I was until cool I, I did until I uh, fell unconscious one time. See? And kids <laughs> was breaking yeah. arms. Nigga, I'm sitting watching on the swings, watching motherfuckers get fucked man, up. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do ooh. that. That shit look crazy. That shit, man, that shit was like a skating Bernie Mac show. I'm looking at them like these fucking apartment I tried to flip off because I was trying to be cool with the girl. I was trying to be cool in front of some girls. And what happened was I was trying to flip off. And while I was flipping off, a bee just happened to come and stung me <laughs> right under my knee. I still have to work to this day. Kind of flipped off. That? I swear my mama. Flipped off. Hit my head square on the march. Bop. Okay, so, so I got a story like that too. Flipped your so, so this girl that I had a crush on, she was outside, and I was not like me after that. And I was um, I was riding my bike with no hand with no hands. So my stupid ass decided to close my eyes. Also, I was really trying to impress me. Oh man! Next thing I know, I'm like, I hear, hey! <laughs> I ran into a car and split my lip. So I'm sitting there crying in front of these girls, and I'm looking like the weakest nigga in the world. And they over there laughing like a motherfucker while I'm on the floor, while I'm on the ground. I got a question. What? You ever got bullied by a girl? Three. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Oh, no. So that, was a, that was a natural occurrence for boys, man. So, I thought it was just so, me. girls was aggressive as fuck when oh, I kid. got jumped by three of them. That was so cold. Basketball wow, wait a minute. This story gets oh, cold. Was, oh, so <laughs> the old woman comes outside, hears me crying. I'm crying and bawling. She helps me up. I walk to the house. Mind you, the girls are still outside. She, she knocks on my door. My father answers it. Oh, shit. He said, what the fuck you crying for? <laughs> I said, I was riding my bike and I went, uh, I said, I was riding my bike with no hands and my eyes closed and I ran into a car. This ignorant nigga said, oh, for real, you want to go out there and do it again? Come on. <laughs> He's like, come on. Right in front of the girls. He knew so with him, was about to be a thing. So with him saying that made the girls laugh even harder. <laughs> which made me shut. cry even louder. Oh, no, mine's worse. I got embarrassed in school. Uh-huh. Oh, I got stories in about class. that. In class. My, my parents came to school. I thought I was a motherfucking man. I don't know who I thought I was one day, but I thought I was jokes with geek. I had them hot and ready to serve them motherfuckers hot. He's feeling this. You son. feel me? This nigga's old stinking ass called my parents and not one but both of them motherfuckers came to I said, shit, Undertaker and came. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Nigga, they came with the door hurt. I saw them. I'm like, okay. I'm over there with Brandon and like I, uh, my boy Alexis and a few other cats. And I saw them. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching TV. Who? <laughs> Here. But what did they do for your parents to get called? What did I, you do? I was raping people. Man. Oh, so you just wouldn't stop? Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, class. And I heard my dad was like, hey, come here. 
<laughs> hey, I can hear his voice that shit right then. Hey, come here, man. Hey, you heard that chair scoop that? <laughs> so, they turn the TV on, right? They turn the TV on? Hold on, they turn That's the TV on. Hold on, they turn the TV this off. You like, you kind of like can see the shadows of their feet under the door. Everybody by the door. So, they got me like hemmed up. Like, they about to, like I owe them money. <laughs> like, they about to stuff me in a locker. What grade was this? Fourth. Oh shit. And all of a sudden you heard. Ah! <laughs> you heard. For real, dead ass. So I come into the door, you know he walk in. <laughs> My dad, coldest line ever. And I'm beating your ass when you get home, too. <laughs> everybody. The white kids were so fucking scared, yeah. my nigga. They was like, are you going to be okay? I'm not used to that, bro. I'm like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. So, you got an extra room okay, at your house. Okay, so. <laughs> shit out of me. Mine's wasn't in school, but it was just bad. Right? She, she, brought, she dumped me. Oh, school. she would have to. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, it was a wrap. That's fucked up. She would have had to. So, I fucked up. I forgot what I did. No, I lied about somebody beat me up and jumping me for my glasses, my sunglasses. You, you're lying. I swear to God. You have a glasses story? Sunglasses. Wait a minute, bro. You have a, You never told me this. I never you told you this. You never walked around with a glasses story this whole time? And you I had these pair of mouth I'm mess. the fuck out you, bro. Listen, and I swear to God, hands down, not even playing. I hate you. So, I had sunglasses <laughs> like my father. They were like the Malcolm X joints. And fucking, um, I, I lost them. So, Mom, well, yours is more entertaining. I mean, shit, I'll let you have the line right now when you tell the story. <laughs> but anyways, so I lost them. So, my father was like, where are your glasses at? And I said, damn, um, I got, uh, I'm thinking, and I'm like, I got jumped. These niggas beat me up. They slapped me and grabbed my glasses. So, my father just the whole day was just like, why aren't you telling me this? I could have went and got him. Well, who are they? I don't know. I ain't never seen them around here. They're some older niggas. I don't know. So, nine bullshitting, Gene. I would not make this up. So, the whole day he keeps asking me, but my story is changing. <laughs> my story is fumbling like a motherfucker. So, at the end of it, my mom says, listen, we ain't going to get mad. Just tell the truth. I said, alright, I lost the glasses. She said, why aren't you telling me this? Now mind you, my father's barbecuing and every kid in the neighborhood is out in the courtyard right in front of our fucking apartment. The screen door and the fucking windows. The windows is open, music is blasting, the patio door is open. Because out on the patio is our grill. Mm -hmm. So my father's barbecuing. My mom goes out there, whispers something to him. I hear, what? And I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. That's I, thought, I thought I thought wasn't going to get in trouble. I thought I wasn't going to get in trouble. Why you lying? Why you lying? I thought I wasn't going to get in trouble. Okay, yeah. This nigga came in. He had a fucking utility belt that was about this thick and it was white. Yours too. Mine was black. This motherfucker. My dad had a black belt. Grabs me by my leg, holds me upside down, and whoops the shit out of me while all the kids is playing football. Going across. So I see him running up and down the fucking yard and field in front of everything. So while I'm upside down, I see my boy. He stops. He looks. 
He points, and then all of a sudden, everybody crowds around him. That's crazy. Listen. Do you know I went to school the next day, and everybody was rolling like a motherfucker? <laughs> I mean, laughing. Oh, my God. I mean, laughing. I said. That would be hard not to laugh. That's a lot to for, say. Before, well, the thing is, the funny part. But wait a minute. The funny part is, no, while no. he was holding me upside down, my pants came loose. So I fell from out of my pants. So my tidy whities was showing while I'm on the ground and he's whooping me. Yes. Yeah, there was a reason why I didn't tell that story. <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> it's not personal. It's just, you know, this is a lot funnier than mine. <laughs> First of all, I want to say that most niggas our age have very, very similar ass whooping stories in life. Yeah. Because I have a few of those. I got turned upside down ass whoopings. I did not know your last story. It depends on the dad. All right. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell the story because you had already told yours, and I didn't want to seem like I was. No, you know I didn't. What I'm saying? I wasn't going to tell mine, but now I got to now. Now I got to. Now I have to. I, I mean, it's to, fucking funny. I don't care. Like I'm so embarrassed to this day. That's the first time I ever told the story. This I am so embarrassed by this story. But you know what? <laughs> I was 33. Time, I was 33 years old. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Seventh grade, my mom bought me these dope ass glasses. Mm-hmm. There was like $200 glasses, but there was a prescription because I was blind as fuck. But I was like, I had to be like the top two clumsiest niggas in the world back then. Like everything, I fell over everything. So I don't know why she bought me these glasses. Yes, I'm blaming her for it. I don't care. <laughs> so she's like, if you break these glasses, I'm going to kill you. I took those words to heart. And I promise you, I stayed away from anything I could stay away from. Like, I promise you, like... Uh, Eugene from Hey Arnold, that would be for real. <laughs> I'm okay. Yes, like I ran Damn. into everything. So the unfortunate, oh my, this is so unfortunate. So one day I'm not even, I'm near the basketball court, not even on it. I'm not even playing basketball because I know I have these glasses on. If I break these glasses, my mom is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I think somebody hit me, or it, I don't know. All I know is I got whacked. To the side of the face, bow, glasses broke. I'm like, my mom is gonna kill me. <laughs> I try to go, to, I try to find some super glue. That didn't work. I super glued the shit out of it to the point where the lens was covered with super glue. So I'm like, well, these fuckers are ruined now. They're done. So I'm like, I'm scrambling at this point. Mind you, this uh, that evening I had my, um, not a pepper, what's it called? Um, the end, end of the year, uh, uh, yeah, I posted that one earlier. <laughs> and the award ceremony for uh, my uh, uh, team or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with that. <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I get home. I tell my grandma what happened. My grandma just like, yo, mama going to kill you. Yeah. Thanks for echoing that sentiment. <laughs> I'm panicking. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. so <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll make up the story that I got jumped by some Mexicans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them I got jumped by some Mexicans. And then, Racist. And in the midst, I don't know, right? Shout out to Mexicans. Hey, um, uh, That's fucked up, but keep going. I was in seventh grade. I couldn't think of nothing else. And seventh at the time, grade you. In the seventh, at the time, in the area, there were a lot of Latinos around. That's fucked up. I'm the like, area. well, I'm not going to pick no niggas. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to I mean, respect that. All right. So easy. They're gonna figure that one out. <laughs> this is one gonna take some time. Like, okay, maybe, maybe that's what a Trump supporter says. It's too easy. Wait a minute, but hold on. I took it a step further. So not only did I concoct this story, I actually like 
dressed up the part. Like I tore my clothes up and shit. <laughs> yeah. I did all this extra stuff. Like I even got. It was so believable that um I went to my boy uh, Miles of Millions house. Millen, God rest your soul, buddy. Yeah. Um. I open the door. He's like, man, what happened to you? I'm like, man, I got jumped by some Mexican. Yeah, I tell a couple people. Some Work your story on them. Some little niggas. I can't make up that. They believe me. So they called my mom frantiquing, panicking and shit. So my mom is leaving work. She coming home. She called my dad. It's the wrong nigga to call. Because my dad is a different type of nigga. Yeah, he's I'm, a nigga. He's a nigga. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he got a nice job at the end of the day, but he got some guns that I can't even say nothing about. And he's a motherfucking nigga. So she calls she calls my dad. My daddy's hoodie mask up. He got he got three, four of his boys, they hoodie masked up. Guns caught, they look they they looking to fire on the first motherfucker they see. All because <laughs> I broke some fucking glasses. Now at this point, I gotta write out my story. Yeah. This is what my dad. Somebody my dad, dad tells me to this day. Like, I'll be honest with you. I will rob a bank with you because I know you will never fucking snitch. Yeah. You are not a snitch. You will never tell because you will never. Like nigga, we knew you did it. And at first, he at first he believed me. But he started putting. He started. Yeah. He started. Stories started. Yeah. yeah. Stories started. He's like, together. well, wait a minute. How did you know they carried you over there? How did you know all this? I'm like, well, why they carried you over there? Yeah, because I said they they knocked me unconscious and they they carried me over oh, my fence or some dumb shit. Oh, shit. I told you it was a dumbass story. I'm embarrassed. This is why I'm a writer. Okay. So that shit was gonna fail to begin with. You're right. It was fucked from the start. You're, you're right. But Lord wait a minute. Rico well, hold on. Like <laughs> but wait a minute. For a good, wait a minute though. For a good hour, I had these niggas fooled. I had them full for a good hour. I was just quit talking. I had it to the point the cop they called the cops. The cops came. <laughs> the cops came. I could have stopped it right there. I said, nope, I'm riding this shit the fuck out. Somebody gotta die. You need to see I don't blood. Give, I don't give a fuck. That's I'm riding, I'm up. riding the story out. I'm not <laughs> at this point, there's no there's no point in me. It's no, no, I'm sorry. I'm riding this out. My dad is like, you seen the holes and you start mentioning the holes. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't care. When so that's they, happening, they know. So they the cop pulled my dad, he's like, this <laughs> okay, leave that game. He's lying. Okay, we know he's lying. My dad's like, that's gonna be hard because that motherfucker. He's he's pretty. He's dumb. not breaking. He ain't gonna break. <laughs> so my dad's like, all right, cool. So my dad had a heat on. He had a gun on him. So he flashed a gun. He said, so I gotta go out there and do something. I said, I guess so. <laughs> my dad was like, shit. All right. My dad was like, my dad was like, shit. All right. Ain't cracking. Okay. Well, how about this? You said you got jumped, right? You don't know what they did to you. We might have to take you downtown and get get a rape kit done. I said, let's go. He's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this nigga. He's ready. They had me in cuffs and everything. I they said, put you in cuffs? Hell yeah. I sat right there like, let's they go. Scary straight. They, they, they really tried to scare you straight. My dad was like, this nigga. My dad started. My dad was like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Some Mexicans. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it did happen. I mean, we gotta go fuck somebody up. But he, so eventually, I think my mom got me to, to admit that it was all over some fucking glasses. Obviously, my dad is infuriated. So he didn't know about the glasses. No, oh, hell no. Shit. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't know. All he didn't this, care they about didn't me. know all this shit was over some fucking glasses. Because I was too scared to just say... And it wasn't like I broke the glasses. I was just so scared that the glasses broke. Yeah. I, I feel like, in, in hindsight, if I just told the truth, none of this would yeah. fucking happen. 
But I was so scared of my parents at the time that yeah. I was like, there's no fucking way the truth is going to sound. <laughs> they ain't going to believe the truth. Right. You're not going to believe the, the truth. truth. do be sounding crazy. The truth sounds crazy. <laughs> it's like when men try to tell women the truth. Like, no, that's not happening. Like, that's, no, that's exactly the craziest happened. shit is the truth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's how I felt at the time when mom like, there's no fucking way. So I had to concoct a dumbass story. So yeah. after they found the out this. Your story. Right. I just, like, bro, this is the dumbest. Like, really? Who makes this? This is why I'm a writer. I'm a writer now. I make. I'm Make up shit like Why this. Scare straight as a show. <laughs> so the, the cop looks at my dad. He's like, "You do what you gotta do." Yeah. This I is know a parenting issue. Do. This is a parenting <laughs> issue. He's like, "I'm gonna look the other way on right. this one, buddy." So uh, I'll see you. My mom was like, "Hmm, I do gotta go pick up some dinner." And the boy was like, mm, "We gotta put out here." <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Yeah." And I look. I I don't really remember much. All I know is my dad, he came in and he closed the door. And I don't really remember much after that. So you did get jumped eventually. I got jumped. Just not it, was just him, Tom, it was just him. He had a deer. <laughs> Shit. What if he had, had three Mexicans come in? That would have been, that would have been nice. No, I found him, nigga. No, why? Yeah, you nice. think so? <laughs> hey, can we put a disclaimer out here? Shout out to the channels. Like, do not. Well, this was a long time ago. And do you it's see why I cannot tell my minutes. story? Because how the fuck could I even yeah, go you behind can't that? Compete with that? Not at all. There, like, there, he's be signing over movie rights to that. <laughs> right now, Fox and picked that up right listen, now. I have some of the funniest, <laughs> listen, as far as my childhood goes, I have some of the funniest life with Louie head ass stories that I can think of. The of the time I tell people. I almost got. I almost told a story on another podcast I did. Mm. The time I was got jumped over my over my writing. Mm. Over your writing. Yes, I thought I was Donnell Jones back in the day. You couldn't tell me shit. That was my nigga. I found out he wrote his own music. I thought he was like one of the people that wrote his own music before I found out what writing was. Yeah, I wanted to be like him, so I started like writing songs about like writing real songs in seventh grade. I bought all my crushes in high school. I mean, not high school, uh, middle school. <sighs> Somehow, somewhere, Uber Park. Okay. Somehow, some way, this uh, this notebook got missing. Mm, that always happens. And somebody put like somebody was saying all these rumors that I was do. I was saying all this extra stuff. By the way. None of the lyrics had anything to do with sex. I was in seventh grade. I didn't know what sex was. I didn't even start watching porn until that and summer. You wasn't even tripping that the notebook was missing. I was hurt the notebook because I had some good shit in there. Okay. I had some bars in there. I, I mean, I, I you put, wasn't worried that it'd be seen by anybody. I was nervous. Yeah, I was because I mean, like that was still kind of personal. Okay. Like I don't want people to know. Like I, I was like my that's some Doug funny shit right there. Like yeah. Doug funny don't want his shit to get missing. Like Roger took his shit sometimes. Like yeah. you don't want that to happen. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I was, but the thing was, the girl was kind of flipping my words around. Yeah. But she never let them, like, see the, like, the poems or whatever. So she was just saying, like, I was saying nasty, explicit shit. And then, of course, all these girls, like, my crushes, they were all cute, so they all had boyfriends. So all I had to, uh, so yeah, I, I had to Another year of being a virgin. <laughs> no, nigga, I was running from motherfuckers at a certain point. Why? Cause they was trying to beat my ass. Boyfriends over these yes! poems. Over these poems. Yeah, don't write these... no poems about my girl. That's personal. Yeah, but the poems, like <laughs> the thing was, the girl, the, uh, the girls making it seem like I was saying it's like making sexual shit, which I wasn't, cause I didn't really know nothing about that. <laughs> I ain't start really 
I was in porn. I always had the HBO. I found out about porn like the fifth grade summer. Listen, I yeah, I was say, I was no, we eight, got direct TV and we got the the, the free direct TV. I had that shit too. And the, uh, the channels was five ninety one ninety three to six hundred. Double Sunday. Oh my god, Black Sunday. Yes. And all the black porns was on Sunday. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> which, which is racist. But so y'all yeah. was finding tapes in y'all's house. Tapes. Oh, man, parents' tapes. Nigga, we yeah. have, nigga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, That's how you think about it. They said, nigga, we had. There was, there was tapes. There was, there was, the, it was the nastiest fucking. That's more stories right there. Yo, what's yeah, the shit that. they was watching? I was shocked. <laughs> we both got it. And I used to think I was doing some HBO. I found one of them tapes. I was shocked. You see, my shit started off. Shocked and appalled. See, my shit. I said, where do y'all buy this shit? See, because it all started with sex ed. And then they showed the books. They had books with mm. pictures in it of how titties was going to form and how yeah. vaginas was going to form. So, you know, I was already prepared. And then I came across this show called Shock Video 2000 on HBO. <laughs> and I'm the only child at home. So everybody else it's a lot is to up take in the, for the first time. So everybody's, <laughs> bur- so everybody's bedrooms was on the third floor. So and was in the fucking basement. So, How do you always end up in the basement too in these shady dealings? And it's like always 11 o'clock at night and the last channel I'm on is Cartoon Network. Oh, so if somebody come shit. down, yeah, so, so somebody come down, boom. Yeah, and then you just got to flip the channel and flip it back. Like that last thing you did. So fucking, I watched that and I'm like, <laughs> wow. All these videos that they told me not to watch upstairs, if this is like this, what the fuck is on there? Yeah. Oh, so one morning I decided African to wake up. Shit. I decided to wake up and, you know, it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. My mom works night. She's asleep. My dad is out of town. There's nobody in the house. So something said, hey, put one of them tapes in there. Yeah. Why not? Nigga, my life ain't been right since. <laughs> it changes you, man. I seen. I you start seen, feeling a beard forming. Like, it ain't no hairs and shit, but you shit. see where it's going to come in. My voice got deep as You age a little bit. Yeah. You wake up the next day, biggest foot, feet hanging off the bed. You different, man. It was crazy because it was just like, like, "What's up, dude? Watch your first porn." Uh, no, nah, that was ready the, to draw. That was the that was that was that was the first explosion. That was the first time I ever I discovered myself. I said, "What the fuck is this?" And I said, "Wait a minute, it's going in and out." Almost Wait a minute, he busted a nut. I almost died. That's what the sperm looks like. Wait a minute, hold on. What the I fuck didn't, am yeah, I watching? It's hard to believe at first. I almost died. It's hard and I'm to like, believe. what the fuck did I, am I watching? I said, "Oh man, I should go along with it and pretend I'm doing it." The crazy part is, we made fun of the people who actually openly said they masturbated. Yeah. yeah. No, I never did this shit. I'm like, you know what? You know what's funny is when they said when people used to laugh at you about like like. Act like niggas was nasty for you know mm-hmm. going down on a female, and now that's like man. I remember that day and age. Yeah, eating pussy that was shit. like a sin. I never. That's I, I never. They was like, ugh, you I eat pussy. Never. A lot of people was like that. I me never. in high school, I said the first chance I get, I, said, I, I can't pussy. wait. I swear on everything. I, said, I can't wait. And niggas <laughs> used to yo, niggas I in my classroom used to act like wait. I was the nastiest well, nigga in the world. Who the not get a chance? I can't. <laughs> Wait. I said, oh, oh for real? I, I said, watch, shit, man. I watch you know porn. porn I, watch, I, I, I know how they porn. go. Yeah. I used to watch porn like it was fucking study tape, like football play. <laughs> I 
be sitting up for like this shit, like you know, I'm flip her. Okay, so this with that dude and that. Okay, yep. I'm there. Try that shit. All right, but you, yeah, that first go to court and you play your game. You like okay, well, well, that's you're capable of. Yeah, all right. Yeah, once I discovered porn and that first nut was busted, oh my goodness! And I like I fell on the floor. I had to crawl to the bathroom. Like, I was oh, like, I didn't make it to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't make it. I tried to, I tried to run to the bathroom. I, I, I fell and I got shot. No, but you <laughs> know what? And I, I was, I was kind of a slump. No. I was like laid there. I was bad. The funniest shit is, I, I thought was, I was too young to ejaculate. I would never so tell my son. I never. Yeah. They got to know, man. I never thought. I thought I was too young for that. And now I'm just like, wait a minute. What is this feeling? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> my legs are numb. What the fuck? Hey. Hey. We I'm going to tell my mom this shit. Fuck. Yeah, then you get the best sleep ever that night, man. That was probably the last good night of sleep was, you was ever going to have. Hey, I know this. That morning, no, I, know, that, I looked at my hand like I have superpowers. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what, what, what the fuck is... What but imagine my legs... Did somebody hear that? Is it? But man, my legs man. gave out, so what fucked me up was I didn't know. I thought I had to oh, call man. an ambulance or something. Yeah, so... To my ACLs. I'm like, listen, I had to get my... I had to crawl to the VCR, <laughs> then crawl to the bathroom. Man, life just don't make sense. Oh no, my, I got blamed for shit I didn't do when it came to porn. Oh, same. My here. mom, like my mom, found some lotion under the couch. My dad was like, "Oh, that was that damn shit." That was that scary. I'm like, that like as soon as they find out the first time, you get blamed for it. But wait a minute, everything. I'm like, first of all, nigga, I don't even use that kind. I use the Vaseline because it works better. You use the lotion, you sick son of a bitch. I put my shit back. Nasty ass. And you know where I found the tapes at? I found the tapes right in there. And I keep playing when I come home, too. Because I know your ass be at work. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's better than my father. My father always said, oh, uh, you always playing with shit. In there playing with shit. you damn that's right. That's said, playing with shit. Are you ever, I caught? You ever, <laughs> I've never been caught. My never. mom caught me. No. Yo, what? My mom called me. Damn, that's worse. Yeah. You kind of got to retire after that. But you know what? But you know what? What was, fucked up, what was fucked up about it is she called me as soon as I was getting ready to start. Well, I don't count. She said, what are you doing? I said, oh, shit. I said, what do you think? Why are you yelling? What do you think? You know why you yelling. You know what's happening in here. Just shut the door. Hey, why, hey, why are you bringing attention on My cousin almost called me in, uh, in college. Oh, I thought he was a uh, he was supposed to be gone for the day, and I'm like, shit, I gotta have a little, gotta have half hour between classes. I'll go ahead, go ahead knock, knock one out one time, get my legs loose real quick. And I, st- I as soon as I turned it on, I'm about to get comfortable. I usually, that's that's back when we had the uh, the DVDs. I used to watch the previews first. That's the one. Hey, you see, notice that we see what you, you get know, yourself right. into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> notice that wrong. as we got older, that's when it moved into DVD. We started right. off on VHSs. Man, we old as fuck. So, yes, yeah, this is on the Xbox 360. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I hear that little touch on the door. I'm like, and I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm caught dead to rights almost. I mean, like my, my American pants ain't pie. down. My pants ain't down nothing. I got the covers up and everything, but the porno is playing loud as hell. And there's no way because I put the damn uh, controller at the end of the bed. Stupid me. There's no way I can like pause it or nothing. He opened that door and I just looked at him. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I'll about to." <laughs> just the fucking case. You say, it, is, it is what you think it, it is. is. Right. Oh my god, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Get whatever you forgot. It Get is, out of here. It is what it is. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? No, you start dying. What the fuck are you doing? You fucking ma- <laughs> bro. You fucking master, bro. Yo, you fucking. Disgusting. 
disgusting, bro. <laughs> I'm like, say that for the whole fucking dorm to hear, nigga. You want to come in the room? You shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> oh, he got caught before. He got caught by his girl's roommate. He got caught with his pants down, standing up. Like oh, a deer in the headlights. That's some movie shit. It is. What? <laughs> 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 you too comfortable in this bitch, man. He and his motherfucker. He, he, he and his girl's room. His girl has a roommate. You comfortable. You just the don't bad part is he has a girl. You could have waited on her. He, he, well, she was in class. He had to yeah. get one off real quick. But he was like, his pants was down now. I'm like, like you don't want to lay down or nothing? He's like standing like hawking or nothing. He's hawking the computer. <laughs> he ain't giving. He fuck. said, man, he said, listen, bro, that particular day, the way she put that key in the door, I, it was no jiggle. It was like, Hoo. yeah, <laughs> perfect form. He's he like this. He like, he was like, he was like this. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. He said, oh wait, wait, hold on, <laughs> wait. Hold on. <laughs> There's no way to explain it. That just. Finish or just let her go. Shut the door. I like telling these stories because I have something I can tell my son, and I, um, I, 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 I hope and pray. Shit, I'm telling her. I can't. They need wait. to know this shit, man. I can't, listen, I can't wait. I'm they gonna laugh, but then they gonna man. see that shit like, oh, okay. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like I go to my mom's this house now, and I can't wait to go to my mom's house and hear whatever else. Family stories I haven't heard yet. Yeah. Cause you notice as you get older, your your uh, your people's don't really tell you. They won't start telling you shit for real until you get older. You start noticing shit throughout your family. You be like, yeah. oh, what the? Fuck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Putting yeah. shit together. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's I definitely agree with you. And they need that. Our kids need that shit up front. They're <laughs> definitely gonna run into all the shit we ran into. Probably twice as fast and more shit. Let me ask you something. Did your did your uh, did your kids have a best friend? Mm-hmm. See, that's what I want to get for my kids. Mm-hmm. My kids are the best. Like our generation, we all had like best friends. We all mm-hmm. had best friends or like a clique or something like that. And niggas, we hung around. Like ever since I know you, I know you hang around Carl and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? That's my name, my nigga, the goofy ass nigga. Yeah, that's but like I just, like I know that. Like we all know people who we hang out with. Like I don't see a lot of that <clears throat> as much nowadays with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Especially like when I see my kids, and I, I really try to get my kids engaged in like uh, other people's kids and stuff like that, because I want them to have that. I want them to be able to engage and stuff like that. So I want to see my kids outside with their like, like I was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like y'all should be able to experience that. Y'all should be able to go scrape your knee or some shit like that. And that's go get stung by that. a bee. Go walk in the woods some fucking right. work. That's you know what, what builds that longevity too. Like you, I think we had camp back in the day. The exactly. wreck. We, we was were outside. doing shit together. Yeah. We went to the club together. We did went to campus together. We did everything I knew together. Motherfuckers like scrape their knees. I knew motherfuckers that knew how to fix that shit with leaves. I'm like, how do you do that shit? <laughs> You'd have been out here a lot. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you a camp nigga for Man, real. Man, I remember bro. BMX bikes, scooters, all that shit, bro. That's what I'm oh, saying, bro. We gotta all think, that we didn't shit. Have no we was going on adventures for real. We didn't handle, and we, we gotta think. We was like. The bridge of of, um, yeah, we of technology. Now. We grew up we, without it, but we live in it. That's like, what I'm saying. We grew up without, but we like we, when we came, got our prime or whatever. That's when it really hit, like high school, college. Yeah. That's when it really hit. But at the same time, we was playing video games that we knew how to 
go outside at the same time. No, we, we know, know how, how to, to put it down. We know how to balance that time. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get these hours in on this soul blade oh, or whatever, crazy. but I'm gonna be outside balling with my niggas, okay? Them the days I miss, man. That's what I'm saying. We used to have a basement of like eight, ten niggas, oh, four oh, TVs, man. four different systems. We you all switching. And then playing. I was, oh, I was man. the kid. Those were legendary days. Hundreds of fucking pizza rolls. Those oh. legendary days. Man. Or you go outside and we see wouldn't all sleep. the fucking yard of bikes. I remember sitting outside GameStop waiting for games to come out. Everything's changed, bro. The whole culture That's has changed. I think the worst thing that, the worst thing you can do as a kid is get on punishment for the summertime. Mm-hmm. If you ever got grounded for this, I never That's when got, everybody was out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there was no reason to be in the house all the time, so everybody that was shit, out. That shit would hurt my heart. Skating like, rings. You just like yeah, looking outside, everything. and it's like one of those days, it's sunny, you just hear everybody outside. Ice Your cream parents truck. even outside playing music, watching the crowd. I'm like, you dirty motherfucker. And you just looking, and everybody's outside playing basketball, dogs walking, birds chirping, but your black ass is in that room. <sighs> Hurt. That shit hurt. Never, I never got the hottest fucker, coldest fuck. You would hurt. I never got a. I never got put on punishment for the summertime, but I've been on punishment like certain weekends. It'd be nice outside. He'd be like, mm, God mm. damn. Or, or fucking spring breaks. <sighs> that hurts worse. See, I knew when to get. I knew when to get in trouble and when to be good. I didn't. I, knew, I didn't give a fuck. I knew from like the in beginning of school. The fuck going from, on. from beginning of school to like December twenty sixth, Angel. And from then on, I don't give a fuck. It don't matter. Until like spring, calm down. And then from then on, Summer be cool. Be, yeah, be, yeah. be cool. Be real good now, okay? <laughs> Let me chill, you know what I'm saying? So I knew, I knew when to fuck up. I was, I was like, nah, I'm never gonna be on. I'm never, y'all never gonna catch Man, me. Man, let me tell you how I fucked oh, up so bad on my, no, how I got lucky on my fucking spring break. So I just went to Huey Elementary, just got there. <laughs> I'm fucking up pretty bad. This I is just fifth left. grade year. I just this is fifth grade year. Okay, I, I get a report card. It had three F's and two D's on it. Mm-hmm. It is the report card right before spring break. Mm-hmm. I hit it. So we really, you, we really got to talk. We got some parallel ass stories. I hit the motherfucker because I said there is no way that they're going to see this report card and I'm not going to get in trouble. And it's about to be spring break. I was literally walking around stressing about this shit because I knew. So I was like, today I'm gonna just go play ball with the boys because I ain't no telling when the last next time I'm gonna get to fucking do this. Man. Like I'm about to go serve a bitch. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go serve a bitch. You treat this shit like prison. I'm doing extra shit around the house. My parents is happy with me and everything, but I know that this motherfucking report card is in my bedroom. Under the fucking bed. Oh, I was in the bed. Oh, it was in the bed. Under, under the bed. Under the mattress. Under the mattress. Nigga. So. I was in the pillowcase. So, my mom ordered the pizza. I'm sitting there. Everything going good. Day is just dope. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. All of a sudden, my mom's just like, hey, so let me ask you something. This is about to be spring break, right? Yeah. Where's your report card at? Oh, mm-hmm. we're gonna ask this question now. That thing. <laughs> and I said, um, and she said, matter of fact, I have the report card scheduled right here. Let me look. Oh, shit. Oh, it came out a few weeks ago. Huh? 
Where is it? I said, oh. Well, nice way to go from sugar to shit right about now. Mind you, this is the Good Friday. Before the fucking spring break kicks in. Nigga, I go get that report card. I hold my head down. Mind you, I've never heard my house this quiet. You can hear a fucking moth fart. That's how quiet the fucking house was. Mind you, my father's out walking the dogs. And in my bedroom, you can see the porch deck. So she's sitting there and she's eating her pizza pissed. She's so mad that the toppings is dropping on the floor. And she's staring at me. She said, all right, go to your room. This one, I ain't getting out of this one. I guess I'm about to take my ass with I know that walk to that room was like, so I'm sitting in there. All of a sudden, I see my father walk up the porch from my bedroom window, and it was just something haunting about it. Like he had like this weird ass aura on him. <laughs> so he goes in there. I hear so so so. What? I'm like, oh, cuz wife just couldn't keep this together. This could have been our secret, bro. Never that. No. Never. This nigga come in the room. Pants the snitches. Oh, so you want high report cards, huh? This came out a few weeks ago, huh? Oh, you got three Fs and two Ds? Oh, you fucking up real bad, ain't you? I think you need to be straightened up. So you forget about that spring break. I'm like, I already knew this was coming. I was just already ready to serve my bid. Fuck it. Let's just get it over with. So they decided to tag team whoop my ass. Oh, you got that too. God damn, I got one of those too. Dead ass. So my mom starts. She's slapping me and hitting me with the belt. My mom has long nails. So she slapped me and she sliced my eyeball. So she's freaking out because my eyeball is gushing blood. So she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Freaking out and shit, it worked for me. You know why? Because they felt bad enough to let me off punishment. <laughs> I was on punishment for two motherfucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got pardoned. <laughs> I got a I got a medical pardon. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Good Life Russ, whatever you like to call me. You can put a dash in there. It don't really matter. It's Good Life for us. What up, everybody? You rockin' with the Good Life Podcast to kick back. So I hope y'all have noticed by now, we almost two years in April 10th. I hope y'all have noticed by now, we don't do schedules. I don't do schedules. I don't, don't schedule me for shit. Don't, I don't, I don't fuck with all that. I do what I do. So y'all gonna get an episode when y'all get an episode. So subscribe to the show. You'll get notifications. Yo, our main episodes are going to be on Saturday, but I'm going to just drop random fucking rants and random shit that just, you know, keep in touch with y'all. Because I'll be in my bag. Sometimes I'll be too far in the fucking bag. So I got to come out the fucking bag to record. But we here. And, and y'all going to get some recording. Y'all going to get this, this work. We here. So let's talk about fucking relationships. Let's talk about them. And not the broad overview that everybody just, like, minds. Not everybody, but most people's minds just stick to, like, the romantic ones. But relationships, there's all different kinds of relationships. There's not one type of relationship. They're all different. 
So what I need people to understand is my relationship with you is my relationship with you. Like how I am with you individually, I'm not like that with everybody. I give people what I feel they need. I give people what they tell me they need. So my relationship with you is not how my relationship is with everybody else. How I move with you is not how I move with everybody else. If we only talk once a year, don't think I only talk to everybody I know once a year. If we talk every day, don't think I talk to everybody I know every day. That's how it works. And that's how I can have multiple healthy relationships because they function how they need to function. I don't treat different people how I treat different people. I treat you how I treat you. That is it. I don't treat other people that way. I treat them how I treat them, how they want to be treated. That's it. I do that all the time, every day, fucking forever with everybody. So no lines get crossed. So I don't find myself treating person A and giving person A advice that I should be giving person B. Because all we are different. And that's something we have to open our minds to. Everybody you see, everybody you know is not the same person. Everybody that you come across and you see these two mutual people, they're not, they don't have the same relationship you have with these people. They're all different. They're all separate. So you have to carry them separate. You have to look at them differently. Judge them differently. Judging a relationship on how it's functioning is not a bad thing. Judging a person on their ability to be perfect is what's wrong. That's where people go wrong most of the time. It's not in judgment. It's the fact that you're judging people on the ability to be perfect, which no one's perfect. People are going to fuck up. So if you're judging this person on their ability to not fuck up, you've already lost because they're going to fuck up eventually. You let, you watch them do something long enough, they're going to fuck it up eventually. Now, whether it's going to be done with that, that they fucked it up is another story, but they're going to fuck up some parts of it. That's, that's human nature. That's what we do. That's our best way actually of learning is fucking up and realizing, like, damn, I just fucked up. So we have to stop. Fucking stop thinking all your friendships and relationships and what family and whatever the fuck is going to function the same way. Because you have this really good friend that does X, Y, Z. Everybody you know won't do that. Everybody you know is not that motherfucker. So if you really want friends, you really want relationships, you have to carry them in a way that gives this person room to grow and fucking win. I've been in so many lopsided relationships, friendships, again, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I hate titles, but friendships, relationships, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I've been in so many to where it's, I felt like I couldn't win. It's like everybody was expecting me to do everything the fuck right, and I do a high number of things right. Don't get me the fuck wrong. I'm very efficient. But there are things that I, don't, I do wrong, and I'm open about those things. I can admit when I don't do things right. You know what I mean? I'm not... I'm not just this judgment fucking crazy judgment guy and it's like I'm sensitive to when people judge me on my shit. Y'all can judge me and hold me accountable. It doesn't fucking bother me. I don't give a shit because I'm going to do what I'm here to do regardless of how you feel, regardless of how it sends your day or, you know what I mean, looks to you. I don't give a shit. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So the judgment, if it's there, that's cool. Because when I win, you're going to look silly. If I lose, yeah, you look right. That's awesome, but I don't plan on losing. So I don't give a fuck about the judgment. I don't care that people doubt me. I don't care that people want what I got. You can't have it. It's for me because I'm going after it. I'm going for it. I have that same energy towards relationships. All of them. Not the ones that motherfuckers think are the most important to me, which nobody fucking knows. 
I hate that motherfuckers try to even guess and assume and gauge who are the people closest to me. But I don't fucking worry about it. If it ain't you, that's all you need to know. If it is you, you already know. So why the fuck does it matter? I don't have to question myself on those things because I answer those questions in my life. I know who's who. And I built a life now to where we all have an understanding with each other. So my life is fucking good. My life is great. And for y'all motherfuckers wearing who's who, I mean, you wasting your time. It's not even important. Just know it ain't you. The fact that you, if you even got to wonder, it ain't you. I don't, I don't answer that question for people. If I put you in a position and you got to question yourself in this position, all right, it ain't you then. You wasn't meant to fill this position. I fucked up, and I hold that out. I shouldn't have put you there. But if I put you in a position of power and you want to be strong, you want to be powerful, like, you're going to kill, you're going to win. Can't nobody tell you shit. Because I'm going to be on your ass harder than anybody the fuck can. I'm going to push you harder than anybody can. I'm going to hold you accountable more than anybody can. Because I do that shit in my own life. And I see what niggas do in their life. So I know nobody can challenge you as much as I can. And do it in a healthy manner. And motherfucking educate you when you fall and pick you up. I ain't here to step on niggas and keep them down. Because I definitely can step on niggas and keep them down for real. Niggas ain't even seen my real life and what I'm capable of. A lot of motherfuckers just go off what they see on social media. You ain't even got the real deal, my nigga. So if you really see what I was capable of, you would think I was super humble and super giving. Because I can really style on niggas, for real. Niggas don't even know. Well, some people know it. And we cool, and they keep it cool, so let's be cool. But niggas don't know it, for real. I got all another bags, all other levels I can tap into. And y'all gonna see it. I ain't holding back. I ain't really been holding back, but now I'm really not holding back. Now I'm now everything's going to go. Every idea, every move, every investment, every little rabbit is coming out the hat. <laughs> all of it, all the tricks. You're going to get the grand finale. And niggas going to remember good life. Niggas already know good life. They don't want to speak it. Like, niggas be hating me so much, can't even be honest about who I am. That's what I mean about I, I care about relationships. Even when I have bad ones, even when I, I, I fall out with people, I don't got bad shit to say about them in public. I'm not going to tell people about you. I have conversations with myself, absolutely. I need to know who's who. But I'm not going to slayer your name or throw dirt on your name or, or, or hate on nothing you do. I don't have to hate on nobody because I'm good. I'm secure. That's what helps me in these relationships. I'm 100% secure in myself. And 99% of people can't say they dealt with somebody like that. Don't deal with motherfuckers who got insecurities out the fucking wazoo. I don't have insecurities. My shit, I be upset about in relationships with people be principled. Like, principled, man and woman. Like, it don't matter. It be principled. Like, make it make sense. Make this friendship make sense. Make this family thing make sense for me. I don't just give people shit because they want it. Make it make sense. That's how everybody's treated me my whole life. Oh, what you got to offer? What can you bring to the table? What can you do for me? And I ain't never asked niggas what they can do for me. I ain't never even implored that shit. But now I am. <laughs> now I'm on some whole other shit. Now I need to know what the fuck can you do for me. And a lot of people can't answer that question. Because all I can do all this shit by myself. I can relax and run circles and relays and do this shit by myself. So now I'm asking a hard question because I need to know who's who. And I didn't ask those questions because I thought it was better for people. I thought I was helping people out by not pushing them. I thought I was helping people out by not really showing them my true colors. Who is a nigga who going to hold you accountable every 
step of the fucking way. There ain't nothing you're going to sit up here and talk to me about that you want to do, that you see being done and you want to affect, the bullshit you see going on and how you're not fixing it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm going to hold you accountable every step of the fucking way. You want to complain to me? That's awesome. Come complain to me. So as soon as you're done, I'm going to ask you what the fuck did you do about what you just complained about? What did you change? And that's why motherfuckers' relationships don't last for me, because I'm going to hold you fucking accountable, because I'm going to call you on your shit. If you got cards, I'm going to pull your fucking cards, because if you can see mine, pull mine. That's going to make me better. This shit ain't personal to me in an offensive way. This shit is personal to me in a passionate way. I give a fuck about this. I care about life. I care about where the fuck I'm going and the people that surround me and where they going. I have to. You're my people. And if you don't want me to care about those things, don't be my people. That's cool. Don't wear my brand, don't wear my logo, don't say you my people, don't come to my funeral, don't fuck with me, and that's cool. I can live with that, because I fuck with myself. I don't need motherfuckers. I want motherfuckers around. So if you don't want to be around, don't be around. I'm tired of having negotiations with motherfuckers if they're going to be in my life. If you don't want to be here, this that hard of a decision, let me make that decision for you. Very easy for you, too. Go. Ain't no door I'm ever going to put in front of anybody locked. That bitch is open as fuck. If you ever want to leave, leave, go. <laughs> it is what it is. And that comes from a place of clarity and motherfucking enlightenment. That's the problem. Niggas be coming to epiphanies through bitterness. I come through my epiphanies with a clear mind and I'm having a good-ass fucking day. And this shit is clicking and making sense. Nobody pissed me off or said nothing wrong or I'm not upset. It's a place of clearness. I can truly see what the fuck is going on. And I know in my heart of hearts what's okay for me and what's not okay for me. And I hold people accountable for that. I pull the strings in my life. Nobody else. Just me. So every time I win, I'm not going to give y'all credit when I had that win. And every time I lose, when it's my loss, I'm going to hold that credit too. And when y'all win, I'm going to give y'all that credit. But, But when you lose... You're going to get that fucking credit, too. That comes with this shit. There's too many people that, that don't want to be cool with me because I bring up their losses. I bring up your wins, too. I talk about both sides. You ain't going to get just one out of me, and I tell you that up front. I tell everybody I know that up front. I'm going to talk about everything. I ain't just going to talk about what you want to hear about. I ain't just going to talk about what you want to love. I'm also going to talk about what you hate. I'm also going to talk about what you despise because you need to get over that shit. You need to be able to sit in a room comfortably while that shit is going on. I've been that person. I've been in a whole motherfucking relationship, friendship, what the fuck ever with people that I was uncomfortable in a room with you. And we still just sit here and go day to day. Inside is fucking me up. But I know in my heart of hearts, you're going to be my friend. I'm going to be in this room with you. You need me, I'm going to pull up. So the only other... Logical, the only other logical thing to do is to fix that thing inside of you, that bitterness, that hate. That reason why you can't sit in the room with these people. That reason why the hearing shit just throws you off. Fix that. That's insecurity. That's fear. You don't want to have to deal with that. Deal with it. It ain't going to kill you. Deal with it. Sometimes it's going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to sting. But that's reality. That's what we need. We need truth. We need to live in truth. Too many times we live in peace. And we live in, oh, man, I don't want to be heartbroken. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be alone. Fuck that. There's certain times in life where you need to be alone. There's certain times in life where your heart's going to get fucking broken. Just because you love too hard. And I love harder than a lot of motherfuckers. Niggas can't match 
what I'm prepared to do on the love level. That's why I don't even be talking love with niggas. I tell motherfuckers I love them, everybody I love them, they always going to get that work. But I don't decipher and argue what love is. And, well, you you can go three days or two months without talking to me. You don't love me. Shit like that. No, shut the fuck up. Y'all niggas don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, bruh. I love on a motherfucking, mo- man, what? I love on a universal level, bruh. I want, I be wanting shit for people they don't be wanting for their motherfucking self. I be seeing niggas' futures that they don't even believe in. That's love. I put myself on the ringer because I believed in the motherfucker and would do it again. That's love because I know I can pick myself up. And maybe they need that motherfucker to lay it on the line for them. Maybe they need that one person that's going to say, I'm not going to give up on you. But y'all motherfuckers ain't got the heart on the balls or the vaginas or whatever the fuck you supposed to have to be there for motherfuckers. Y'all heard when shit get hard. And I know because I've been there. I've been that nigga when I was a little nigga. I ain't a little nigga no more. I don't run from shit. I deal with my shit head the fuck on all of it. And if you want to be in my way, I'm going to run you the fuck over. But if you want to be next to me, we going to be running niggas over together. That's how it has to be. That's love. That's relationship. You get to talking that crazy shit about my people all hop on the level they need to hop on. That's love. Y'all be like that with your people. Y'all be like that with your people. I be seeing niggas get pressed since I was a kid, and they friends don't say a word. Y'all niggas to be in the corner watching them get punked by a nigga. Man, never. We go to the club, shit on the line with my niggas, I'm on the front line. My niggas is going home exactly how the fuck I picked them up. You got a wife, you got kids, I'm going to address them. I picked you up, I'm going to bring this nigga home safe. Ain't nothing happening to them, not on my watch. That's love. That's loyalty. That's some gang shit. And everybody want to be in a gang now. Not everybody, but a lot of people want to be in a fucking gang now. I think that shit cute. Y'all know what that shit means. I come from, I grew up watching gangster niggas. Like, I grew up looking to the mob shit. That's real loyalty shit. They don't harm women and children. They ain't out here fucking killing their own and robbing each other. They taking care of the motherfucking family. They getting to it, getting that money with the family. That's what the fuck we all need to be on. As black people, brown people, young, man, y'all know who y'all is. That's what the fuck we need to be on. Start cherishing this family shit. Y'all are killing your brothers and shit, bro. What? Man, that shit, man, hell no. Dead that shit. End that shit. Work on your relationships with people. Ain't man, you should never have a relationship with somebody that got an end in violence or end in them being killed. That's because y'all can't have a conversation with each other. It literally be that small, but it's that deep. Because there ain't no communication. Because y'all ain't fixing your problems. Because you walk around with a chip on your shoulder. Because you walk around envying your brother, your sister. Like, bro, polish the fuck up. If y'all ain't got somebody in your life that's going to tell it to you straight, I'm going to tell it to you straight. Polish the fuck up, man. There's too much sensitive shit going on. That shit blows my fucking mind. And a lot of people ain't going to say nothing about it. I'm going to say something, bro. Get on your shit. If your relationship is bad with somebody, fix the fucking shit. Stop just sitting in it and being cool with how shit is. Work on that shit and make it the fuck right and move the fuck on. We got a lot of life to live, man. Y'all be getting tripped up over a little petty shit. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of reading about it. I'm tired of seeing this shit. Figure your petty little beefs out. Figure the shit out. Be cool. Make some money. Be happy. Drink your fucking water. Stop worrying about shit you ain't got no business fucking worried about. Damn. <laughs> but I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to let y'all see I'm fired up. I'm going to be fired up every day. Y'all get this work every day. Y'all get these rants and this energy on this pod every fucking day. I'm in my bag. This your boy, Good Life Russ. I'm, I'm a podcaster now. Fuck it. Call me a podcaster. I'm taking this shit serious. I'm, I'm taking this shit serious, my nigga. We about to be two years in. 
We about to turn this motherfucker up. Let's go, baby. We in it.